Hi, I'm Sandy Gardner, and you're listening to Late Night Vacuum. to the Late Night Vacuum. And we are live with yet another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am one of the two hosts here, Grockies. Uh, I'm the one who carries this thing week after week, and it will be proven today as Dublar is apparently dead. So, yes, the other co-host has died. Uh, his eyes are wide open. His mouth is slack. Oh, no, he blinked. He blinked. He's, he's just in a in some sort of fugue uh, state. I am using all of my energy to spread my love orally to each and every one of you. How are you all? <laughs> oh, we are we're interesting people. Oh my god, I am so knackered. Every part of me hurts. Why are we doing this? I I don't know. I think it's because you love to harmonize. And, and that's I, that's all you come here for. I do, and I think you and I should harmonize together on the count of three. One, two, three. Ha. 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 Ha Hello everybody. How how are you all? That was but that was beautiful. It was just <laughs> that that was just audio magic right there. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Um so Krakis, how are you? And by the way, hello to everybody in chat. We have a very full chat today. Um we're recording on uh Friday. Um this is a very nice day because 2.2 actually went live and we'll talk about that. But before we do, Krakis, how are you, me old mucker? I am doing wonderfully. I uh I laughed until I cried yesterday, so I saw the video. Um, oh God, W W W W W W For anybody who doesn't know, and that will be quite a lot of people, we'll put a link in the show notes uh, to the YouTube video uh, of uh, multi-stream that uh, the Bad News Gaming community did. And how? And basically, it was a masterclass in how to break someone. Yeah, we we went off the rails a bit there. You you don't ever go. You don't go full twitch. Never go. Full never never twitch. go full twitch. Um, but yeah, no. So <laughs> I think I think I think the bit that got me was, yo dog. I heard you like W's, so I put a W in your W. You dog. I heard you like W, so I put a W in your W, 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 W. Oh my god. Yeah, so basically, I had people come around my computer in the office today and I had to share the link with them. Um, so, yeah, they now know. 
Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We, we went a bit special. We're probably not going to go that special again for a while. Yeah, we um, let we let that out, and now we have to be normal again. Um, so, we're so never I take be normal. yeah, never be normal. So, you've been playing. Uh, so, what have you been playing this week, sir? Let's talk about that. Star Citizen. No, really. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've been playing <laughs> lots of Star Citizen. Uh, it's been it's been PTU day after day. They've been dropping patch after patch after patch, and now it's yeah. live. So 2.2 PTU is what my time was filled with, which included, you know, uh, developers popping in and, yeah. uh, you know, they, they would pop in and be like, hey, we're here, we're lurking, but we've got eyes on all sorts of streams, and yeah, I... You know, I, I specialize my streams sometimes. So, like, I let the devs know that if they ever have something they want me to test, tell me. If it's party system, I'll find people in chat or I'll find others that are in PTU. If it's something specific with a ship, yeah. I'll figure out a way to get a hold of a ship and test it. I'll ask others and um, I'll break things. And you broke a few things. And I, but yeah, just a I little, guess. just a little. Um, but actually, it was really quite, was this true that on the last day they did three patch releases into the PC yes. and then pushed live? Uh, it was like three in a twenty-four hour span. Basically, they they released uh, wow. J overnight, mm. so they were up late to release J, which hit at like one or two a.m. Then they released K the next day. And then L came right on its heels. So yeah. K, uh, they had J through the day. Then K came out with special server testing that they were doing. Then they opened the servers up. Then they dropped L for a little bit of testing mm. that night. And then they basically went, all right, it's live. And yeah. ATV they, went out at like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, they started. were doing, I know, because like seven. it was 7 a.m. my time when it came in. Um, mm. So, yeah, because they were doing like go-no-go no um, decisions around 10.30 each night. Uh, and Chris Basically. Chris Roberts himself was staying up past midnight, uh, working on uh, some some code issues. And yeah, directly that, in the code, quite 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 a bit of interaction going on there. Um, and talking of interaction, um, this week we had um, uh, bad news, Baron. Uh, uh, basically, uh, he took some downtime, and uh, on the commute back home. Uh, he stopped by um, CIG offices. CIGLA, uh, yep. Yeah. Um, and he did a bit of a live stream from there with uh, with Jared Huckabee Disco Lando, which mm-hmm. was pretty hilarious. I have never seen um, so much of his, of his face and a bobblehead Chris Roberts on the screen at the same time on the front of Twitch as well. Yes. Which was yes. beautiful. Um, because um, he uh, Baron has the the front page slot on Tuesdays currently, hmm. uh, uh, three to five Eastern, I believe. About that, yeah. And uh, so they they use the time to to do a live stream from CIG yeah. and, and Lando made sure that the picture on the front page was just perfect. Yes. Um, so the reason why we mention this is because uh, we don't typically promote BNG in here because mm-hmm. we just talk about the game and things. But we're mentioning this because um, Chris Roberts popped in and yes. uh, <laughs> he gave mention of a couple of things that were coming down the pipeline very shortly. Um, do you remember them? Uh, I do remember a couple of them. And the ones that I caught were... Yeah. 
the spawning was going to split. So if you're a criminal, you're not going to be spawning at Olasar anymore. Now, this isn't in yet. Yeah. But uh, with 2-2 released, the early sort of uh, – what's the word? Uh, the criminal system or the reputation system. That's the word I was trying to think of. The, the early reputation system stuff. Mm. And right now, criminals spawn at Port Olasar when – when you die, you go back there until you hit level five. If you die, you get booted off the server. So anyway, they're going to get their own spawn point soon. TM. They're going to get a different spawn point so that, you know, good people and, and those playing nice, nice. And those that are being naughty. Naughty. Um, <laughs> you just went special place. I, I did. Uh, they're going to get their own place. They're going to get their own places. Uh, and, then and I wonder where that will be. <laughs> well, they... At first, I believe the way he said it was sort of like a station spawn point type of location. Yeah. But then he mentioned the prison. And These we've things, all heard yeah. about the prison coming up that criminals are going to end up in. If you do bad things, you're going to go to prison. Bounty hunters catch you, you're going to go to a prison. There's going to be a prison escape type of thing. And he, I believe he mentioned bribing the guards as well to get out of there. Okay. I didn't catch that. I must have missed I, I, that. Th- there was like a couple of uh, quick mentions by him about getting out of the prison. Yeah, and yeah. Bri- I believe he like just dropped a quick note of bribing the guards. He said like bribing the guards. So it's not confirmed all the way, but it's one of those ideas being sort of. Let that be another about. use for wreck. That would be hilarious. Oh, it'd be great bribing yeah. the guards with the wreck. Love it. <laughs> So um, yeah, so basically he he so he revealed that I mean prisons as you said had been a thing. Um, so I would imagine that uh, we've always thought about that um, in the PU, not in the baby PU. Yes. So one imagines it will be an iter- obviously an iteration. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when that comes in. Um, and also yeah, the the, the separate spawning areas. Um, All but, I know though is I can't wait for that prison. Are you going to be inside breaking out or outside breaking in? Both. Oh, you're a bad man. Well, we all knew that. Um, yes. But that actually did start tying into some of what the news was this week. And I just want to kind of cover off um, a couple of interesting things. Um, because we find out what you've been playing, if anything, this week, though. I know. We've been skipping that because you know the answer. Still? Oh. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Um, I'll, although I am going to spend some time playing Star Citizen this weekend. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I have uh, friends coming over on Saturday. I have this podcast edit to do on um, Sunday. I'm still working on Project Fluffy Bunnies, uh, but I really want to fly around on 2.2. So I'm going to be firing up, uh, charging my lasers, and we'll see what happens. Um, so anyhow, so talking about 2.2, um, we've had a fairly interesting, um, you know, couple of news bits coming out in the last couple of hours, in the last, uh, couple of days, but AI in 2.2, and I'm asking this because Mm -hmm. some AI news came out. Um, you were talking to me pre-show, pre-pre-pre-pre-show, um, about the issues or things changing i think is best saying in in star citizen 2.2 with the ai and i was curious if you could explain a bit more okay um so in the previous version 2.1 ai would actually fight back and it was it was always pirates at the comma race they they didn't have the new 
reputation system in so it didn't have to spawn two different types and the pirates would actually fly around and fight you and they'd try and maneuver around the station and you could get into some dogfights and they hurt sometimes now in 2-2 now mind you i haven't played live yet so i'm going to see if it's better but in the last one that i played which wasn't l it was k Mm. um the pirates or the crusader security all would spawn in they'd scatter and get ready for a fight and then they'd start shooting at you but they wouldn't really ever fly around so it became maneuver above them sit there and shoot them while they don't even aim at you are you kidding me no i'm not kidding that's that's why i was like um it's literally i, hope, I really hope that's fixed in live because i was kind of surprised that might have gone out with that it, ai in it's there literally you fly above them and they go where did they go where are yeah. they? Yeah, and if you get too close, all of a sudden they'll fly a little ways away and aim at you and start shooting again, and then you just kind of maneuver around them and they just sit there and they go, uh-huh, while the other two kind of aim and shoot at you. But you just sit there and you blow them up, and then you just take off, and then you do it to another Yeah, like that. that it was like, I think we can safely say that's going to change. Yes, that's that's sort of on the AI topic you were going to be bringing yeah. up from ATP. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in to, in today's in today slash yesterday's uh, uh, around the verse um, uh, from the Frankfurt office, there was uh, some really good conversations happening about the um, the AI and the work that's been done in it, both for the people and for the ships. Um, yes. Now, I was fascinated by the subsumption integration, but uh, before we get into that, was there anything else that you saw in terms of the AI that interested you? Well, when they were mentioning it, they talked about the, uh, the, the AI trees specifically and setting those up and tracking players, basically tracking players as they got into their ships and AI could lose track of them because yeah. it didn't look like the same target, which might be part of the problems right now. They're, they're, they're doing some extra work. So, I mean, it's, as was just said in chat, bugs in an alpha software, unacceptable. Oh We're going to get bugs, obviously. Yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of the, the fun of, you know, when we talk about it. Where did it come from? Why did it break in 2.2 when it was there in 2.1? Oh, look, they're doing rework on AI. Okay, this this could be part of it. Well, where are they going with the AI? What are these changes? It's, it's all these fun little things to pick at and, and go after. So uh, talking about how the AI track players and where yeah. the issues came in, as well as uh, the AI trees themselves and, and how, despite how complex they are, how efficient they've gotten to the point where I believe it was said 50 AI and it's only a couple of kilobytes of memory. That was fucking hell. I, I, it was like, he really said that. Yeah. I'm like, how did you, you have AI that efficient? What in the yeah. 50 tap? Holy crap. Now what's, what's, what's interesting for me is, and this is this, then ties into the subsumption module. So subsumption is basically um, part of the overall persistence concept um, because uh, with persistence, uh, you basically have life for NPCs, uh, which is the 
I go, I do stuff. I do stuff when I'm there. It's the just imagine your your day as fun, as exciting as James Bondy, or as boring as as, as other people's lives are. Uh, they they want to map that or artifice that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that way, you know, people go and have lunch. They go to places to eat. They eat. Uh, they do all those functions. And he started, they started to kind of break down the kind of calls that you could make, which is the phone rings. So you, you, you look for the phone. You look for yep. the table. And, and all the interactional conditionals that allowed you to then find the phone and pick it up. Um, and the handle, not the phone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so when you grab a handset, you grab the receiver, not the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, hello, this is dog. Um, <laughs> so, no, so this is Patrick. Yeah. This is, <laughs> so <laughs> I started it. I deserve that. Um, so you're thinking, of, I'm thinking about, you've got this, uh, AI system worked into its assumption. Bloody hell. And they can run it for a few kilobytes for 50 people. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I just, my jaw dropped because that's an entirely complex setup of AI in there. Yeah. And, and that little memory being able to run in the background to control all of that. Obviously, you know, the graphics and the animations are going to take up a chunk yeah. more if you're watching it. But that means they can run all of that in the background for entire cities and on a server without tearing up the server and actually so when you come into range those things are all happening so it just has to say okay let's draw in all of the actions that we already know are really occurring in the background so this this is all really happening it's sort of like in the real world right now you know people are going to the store and they're driving around you don't see it but that stuff is all happening out in the world same thing so now, you, you see it when you get there because it's it's all interacting. It's all I, tied together. So so this is this is where the ties start coming. So Bumble in chat uh, was just asking a bit of clarification. What we're talking about. So yeah, we're talking about the AI subsumption, but this then starts to tie into the whole economic model. Mm-hmm. Um, so what um, CIG have been doing is on separate um, servers. They've actually been while well, they've been mapping and perfecting their economic system. Um, and they've and they've been running it from a very large, you know, I was going to say uh, galaxy from 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 a, from a you know a, a maxing it out, running it to the state that they can see how it affects and how it moves. Now, what that means is, for example, Gracky's over here is a dirty, filthy pirate scum bastard. Hey, sorry, Mister Gracky's. Um, Thank you. And uh, I'm a pretty little trucker. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's very pretty that bonnet today on stream looks amazing and I'm not even wearing it on my head um, well I am the uh, so we have oh he's giving me a look now I'm not going to look at him um, so so yeah so basically he, he pew pews me um, and I'm dead and uh, as a result, the cargo of, of innocent slaves that I was bringing doesn't actually arrive at, at, at Slave Paradise fra- Factory. And, um, 
<laughs> and uh, as a result, there's a, there's a shortage and more requests are put in. Uh, more people try to get it. He just keeps killing all those innocent slaves. Um, well, I, I have to drive up the price of Benny somehow. Yeah, and Slave Paradise Factory just doesn't get the people. And as a result, um, bounties are put out on your head and various things. And, 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 and But there's the whole kind of economic kind of you know, cascade from that happens. You tie that into the AI, AI subsumption model. Um, mm. you, you, it's just, ah, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, and it, I'm it, just, I'm just. It simulates a, a real it. economy, just going on behind the scenes, and we can just get in there and poke at it sometimes, and mm-hmm. interact with all this stuff that's really just constantly going on. And then you add in the persistence that they're working on; it means the effects you have are permanent. Meaning yeah. when I finally kill Trevor Basque, it's a permanent thing, and he's gone for good. And I'd just like to call out Susan Ryokin in chat for being coolly efficient by saying killing slaves brings up the price, drop the supply while keeping the demand the same. Simple market manipulation. And I thought I was dark. I, uh, I was the one that said it before, though. Yeah, I know, but uh, he wrote it down, and that's and I'm, I'm going to screen grab that. So yeah, so I think that's really fascinating. Going to be really interesting to see happen, and it's going to you know come up. Um, Another thing that came up this week, uh, which was Mm -hmm. a bit of a head stagger, came from Ten for the Chairman, uh, where we were where we were looking at server instances. Which part was that in 10 for the um, again? So basically, um, we were always kind of asking ourselves, well, how many people slash ships? Oh, in, yeah, yeah. 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 For the sake of this argument let's, or conversation, let's have them as interchangeable concepts. Um, and, uh, and, you know, because right now we've got, we've just gone to 24. Yep. And that's great. Uh, yep. Yeah. I know uh, where this is going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Chris Roberts went, yeah, we're hoping to get to you know about two hundred. It's probably a little bit under because we actually did the the, the the math, but well, let's just say two hundred. So they're looking at having two hundred in an instance, and I went, "What?" Now the explanation of how it's going to be done is fantastic. So instead of, I mean, do you want to? Basically, what they're going to do is a priority draw system. So everyone will exist in that instance. Everyone will be interacting with everything in that instance. However, there's only so much that a local machine can possibly handle. And they know that. So because the server side can handle, hey, there's 200 people here and it knows everything that everyone's interacting with and what's going on. What it does is it'll tell the local clients, all right, we've got a really compact area here. Reduce the draw rate. So it'll shrink down how far out you see everyone sort of in a crowd situation. What it'll be like is you you can't pick out the details of someone all the way across the crowd if you're down in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. You can only see right up around you. And that's what it's going to do. It's going to draw in an immediate area. It's going to do it by priorities. So it's going to use friends list and, and those sorts of systems in order to to draw everyone up in this in these tight compact crowds so that it can say hey guess what we have all 200 people in the instance everyone's doing something but what you are seeing in your area so your system doesn't melt we're reducing to a reasonable amount and if you walk through the crowd we'll draw it out as you go and get rid of the stuff behind you so that again your system Mm. doesn't melt on you until you 
we get better local equipment and so on. But also at the same point when you – so there's not just be one instance for 200 people. There's going to be multiple instances. So mm-hmm. you're going to have uh, instance one uh, uh, and instance two. So basically I've got my hands close to each other. And as one ship or a ship moves from one to the other – or like kind of goes closer to it, it will communicate between the two instances rather than going to a central node and out so that you can actually, uh, you know, have copy of, like I fly uh, towards your instance, you fly towards my instance. I will see your ship on my instance because that information is being communicated. Yep. So that then starts to create that kind of seamless interaction. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And it might even spin up a third instance for that interaction if both of you are leaving the crowds and coming towards each other and leaving two instances. It'll be talking. So it'll go, okay, we need these two to interact now because they come into that sort of range. One's interdicting the other or any of those events. It'll go, Mm. all right, we need to spin up the draw here. And it goes, boop, you see each other when you come into range. (laughs) Uh, I'm reading some of the chat. Uh, uh, Parrot Math saying it's Brent Hogg going to limit the system and also pretty sure that by the description we've given his own system will melt um, Susan Ryoken is saying the blended instancing tech will be amazing I totally agree um, this is kind of one of those ones where and th- th- this this is why things can sometimes be a bit delayed I think um, is, is they're trying to find and iterate to the right answer Um now, obviously, you know, parts of this game is going to suck because we have to be cynical. Uh, yeah. You know, well, it's, it's not going to be shining light. Oh, my God. The, you know, um, but it's going to be fun. Um, when, that's you know, the important part. Yeah. And there are going to be bumps. Things aren't going to oh, yeah. work right. Things will, you know, will break different areas as it goes through alpha, as oh, it goes absolutely. through beta, as it goes through release. But the thing is, they're trying and they're pushing the boundary of the tech. And this is what happens whenever someone goes that step forward. This is like going from MUDs to graphic MMOs or from graphic MMOs to modern high speed, you know, uh, multiple players in a server MMOs with more. This is the next. This is one of those games that's pushing for that next step that (laughs) everyone will be adopting. Yes, absolutely. It's kind of weird. in my head. I was just laughing there, going, "We'll always have Dwarf Fortress," but <laughs> um, but it's going to be one of those ones where uh, the legacy of this game will be all the games that are inspired from it, um, mm-hmm. both from the uh, the 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 weef the the weef the will and the belief the weef uh, <laughs> uh, that you can actually do things like this and also the fact that um, this 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 tech uh, investment is in many ways preparatory. I mean, they may uh, eventually you know spin out as a licensing thing, um, but it's always the thing that once someone proves it that then makes it easier for other people to do it as well. Yeah, um, and uh, so, I think we'll see a new stage in gaming, which is always fun. Someone yeah. takes the risk, and then finally everyone else goes, oh, it can be done, and then they jump on board, yeah. which just, as gamers, it's much better for us. Yeah. Now, um, a couple of other quick things. Uh, in Ship Talk, um, there was a couple of mentions about some nice wee ships coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been uh, confirmed in reverse the verse that there will be a small mining ship. Um, they're in discussions now. I think they're looking at a couple of ideas. 
They needed that. Yeah. I mean, that was part of the thing, like when you got the Reclaimer and when you got the Orion, so the salvage operator and the miner, they went to the top end of the entire system. Um, mm -hmm. And they had, they have, I think they already mentioned in conversation back then that they intended to kind of backfill the intermediaries. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to see that. So anybody who wanted mining who went, yeah, that's a big ship, the Orion. Um, hopefully we'll get to see um, both a small mining ship and what the components, because remember, we've just had a rework of the component system. Because um, I'd be very interested to see um, once they kind of work out the logics of uh, how small a mining ship you probably need, could those, could those components be then used on other ships? Oh, like a mining laser and... Exactly. Like outfitting a cutlass with its tractor beam to yeah. pull in stuff and just dump it in its bay after yeah. you mined it out. Yeah, so it could be maybe not every ship can kind of take all the parts, but maybe parts could be put on other ships so you could then cooperatively do stuff. A bunch of what-ifs, but I think that would be very interesting to see. Um, we also had a little bit of more talk on the Polaris. So the Polaris is the Idris. Hey, were the replacements? The Idris replacement. Uh, because the Idris uh, was originally a corvette. Uh, then it grew up to be a frigate. So this is the new ship. Um, they talked, yep. not locked in, but they talked it was maybe Ryan Church who's going to do the uh, the concept work. Oh, we can only hope. Yeah, so uh, Grackies and I had a brief look. You need to, oh, was it Ryan Church? <laughs> RyanChurch.com? Yeah, oh, my. I believe word. so. <laughs> oh, my for, word. For those that don't know what Chipsy's already done the concept art for, it was for the RSI uh, uh, Aurora and the Aegis Retaliator. So from his previous works, those are both ships that I really like the design of. So what yeah. I heard... Ooh, he's going to get a bigger ship. Oh, and, and the Idris. He did and the Idris, Idris yeah. And also, he's done a couple of movies, like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, the good one, the new one that's good. The good one. <laughs> of yeah. the recent ones, yes. Thank you. Uh, actually, as an aside, I have a, a friend who's never seen Star Wars, so I've given her a copy of... of, of, of uh, of Star Wars, so hopefully she'll watch it this weekend. And Four, apologize. five, and six, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, stuff. Um, and also talk about the dragonfly. Mm, oh, they talked about the dragonfly? I oh, yeah, yeah, so it's, so it's a real thing now. Um, <gasps> oh, yes, you didn't know. Motorcycle. So, yeah, so basically the dragonfly is um, one of the, either the coolest thing ever or the stupidest thing that only lemmings will pilot. Uh, Me! Yes, you. Just think, you could you can hug other ships and you can feel their metal on your face. Um, so <laughs> I yeah, so do that and it's I the, win. It's, it's the entire notion of, well, if you want to fly in space, let's not do it in an enclosed spaceship. Let's sit on something or strap in on something and fly towards pointy, scary death things fast. Um, yeah. So one of the interesting things that they're talking about now is this is effectively a snub fighter or snub craft, but this may be the first one to have quantum. 
a sn- wait, it's it, it's a space motorcycle, possibly with quantum. That's what they're wanting to do. <laughs> um, there would be Give conditions me. where obviously you couldn't jump and you also couldn't land, um, but you could quantum travel. I, well, you can always land. You have a different view of landing, I think, than most people. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, you always land. It's just what condition you're in when you do. Well, I, I, I think, I think landing is successful when you can walk away. I'm not a hundred percent sure that, from a pure atmospheric entry viewpoint, you could, you could walk away. I, I mean, do, I might land as dust particles, but in that I case, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that after. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was quite good. Um, and also this week we had um, a person who I think is just amazing. And, uh, I think we've all uh, listened to his music and have uh, fallen in love with it. We had Pedro, uh, Pedro and his kids. <laughs> yeah. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Please stand by. So yeah, and so we got to um, hear and see some of how Pedro works. So Pedro, um, Pedro doesn't do the music for Squadron Forty Two. They're going with a different composer that because they're going for a more uh, traditional military um, mm-hmm. uh, thing. And Pedro's music, I think, is more about the beauty of space. Um, he said it very interesting about how he's inspired by uh, French classical com- composers compared to the more yep. uh, uh, Germanic approach um, that is quite often heard of. Um, so uh, I think I think uh, his music is sublime, and we got to hear uh, MIDI into orchestra. Um, yes, which was beautiful. Oh, um, so I think we'll. I think we'll probably also put a timestamp of that into the show notes. So if you're listening to the podcast, check the notes, um, uh, and you can you can you can see the clip where uh, he 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 shows off some of the the orchestral compositions. Definitely, definitely oh, need so to check good. That. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's pretty much us, unless there's anything else. I do have one thing I wanted to flag to you and ask you questions about. Oh, actually, there was a thing that came up in chat, um, and uh, let me just quickly grab it because I said I'd. Oh my God, there's been a lot of chat. Um, so I want to ask this um, from Broken Forty Four. The Bengal question. The Bengal question. So um, for our listeners, in Reverse the Verse, they said artists are working on the Bengal carrier for an appearance in Squiffer uh, do you think in episode one we will only be based on an Idris or will we see the whole Bengal with interior? I think we'll see the whole Bengal with the interior because it's been teased that you won't just yeah. see the Idris and the Idris only. Like they've, they've mentioned bits and pieces about Squadron 42 here and there without giving too much away. But uh, part of what they, they've sort of nodded to was you're, the interest is kind of going to be like your starting base sort of situation. You've got the mining area, but there's going to be other places that uh, and other large ships that you're going to be landing on, interacting with, and uh, that that's one of the or the first mentions outright of it being the Bengal. So, but they've nodded to that before. Now, what's interesting to me, and I don't want to, I I 
honestly have not been spoiled with anything. Mm. But um, and so I'm going to hypothesize something here. So if you're listening to this right now, yeah, you're screwed. Um, so, so we had the Shubin mining station. Um, mm-hmm. We have the Idris. We have the Bengal. What do they all have in common? Um, between Shubin, Idris, and Bengal? Yeah. They're all really big? Yes. They're, <laughs> they're large floating levels, mm-hmm. which means that they can be great scenes for um, action interaction. Uh, yeah. And you, oh, can, yeah. you could concentrate an awful lot of an entire single-player campaign around these as bases which is uh if i was looking to um both build out high quality assets that would have large amounts of reuse um with a compelling storyline i'd want to center around these objects yeah that that makes perfect sense that's Sort of what I was leaning towards when I said the Idris is the first sort of base. Is yeah. Very much like in Wing Commander, the capital ship is where all the crew is stationed, where you're going to have your story moments, where if you decide to basically tell an NPC to fuck off by walking away, you can turn around and they can get annoyed with you and that'll have mm. consequences. That sort of situation. Mm-mm-mm. And Pappy Boynton says, we know there will be boarding by the Van Door. And in fact, if... Uh, a, a, a month of Sundays ago, we had uh, art sneak peeks or in illustrations of uh, firefighting teams with mm-hmm. and, and firefighting helmets. So something tells me we're going to burn in space. Uh, Things <laughs> might go wrong. That's yeah. That's a classic of storytelling. That Absolutely. you know you have to have that drama. Plus, uh, something they did bring up in ATV yeah. that has to do right with this line is they finished the design and it's it's moving over into art and everything for um to to finalize it in in all the art assets for the Vandal Warrior, the Warrior class. Ooh, I did not notice that. You didn't notice that? Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was mentioned by the UK team during uh, their, their updates. They talked about how they finished up the initial like design right out for what the the Vandal Warrior class because it's a it's a class system sort of mm-hmm. thing for their tribes, and so they finished out what they're going to set up like. So that's going over to art to do it now, which means they're. They're going to be getting some really cool pictures. Fiverr, soon. Fiverr tells me that the Vandal are secretly the Mimbari. Oh my God. <laughs> I've broken you, haven't I? A, a little bit. Where's our Sheridan? Well, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill. <laughs> um, so, so here, we've just gone to 2.2. It's live. Everybody, um, Grackies, after this recording, is actually going to be playing it for the people who are alive in chat right now um, and ha- we'll be hanging out with him um, but I'd like to uh, completely uh, move on from 2.2 and talk about 2.3 now 2.3 it, 2.3 may still come out this month um, as they said give us mm-hmm. two to three weeks to decide i.e. it will tell you end of the month um, but uh, what do you I have an idea about 
because because so here we are 2.2 we've got a couple of ships it's fundamentally though uh a huge bug fixer of a release um that's how i view it i don't necessarily well well, necessarily from that i mean they were looking to to tidy up and make things more stable put in in the systems that they need to put in that they'd already taken out because we have uh we have the physicalized eva we have um the style of certain new systems coming in um we have overall you know more capacity players we've improved a little bit of the back end so i don't have i missed anything or or have i just no that that's the stuff that they've added in it's just i think it's going to be more than tidying up no this is what i'm talking about two point i'm talking about this 2.2 right yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. talking about 2.2. So 2.3, they did say that um, this was the release that uh, Chris would be um, promoting. as. Not, I'm using the word promoting wrong, but it was like, we're doing this release, the next release is Chris's. So I have a guess. What's your guess as to what's okay. going to be in it? See if we're, if we're syncing up. I have a few guesses, actually. Okay. I believe that Nyx is going to be showing up. Yes. I believe the Starfarer is going to be showing up. Yes. Um, I believe that we're going to see the split and spawning that's been mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible we might see some, if we don't see a whole collection of weapons in the baby PU, I think it, from some of the patch notes that kind of came through with 2-2, I'm thinking Star Marine might poke its head out again. Interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought of Star Marine. I'm thinking Star Marine because when the PTU first hit, we yeah. had the Star Marine button and they had bug fixes and and things in the patch note around outfitting. And I don't mean actual clothing, I mean the weapons loadout stuff. And I was able to click buttons and move around the weapons loadout options. I couldn't get into a server to play it. But, yeah, um, I think that we might, I think Star Marine might be coming up pretty soon because they talked about the new animation stuff, the vaulting and... Oh, the, the vaulting, yes. Yeah, vaulting mechanics and uh, those sorts of things. So I'm thinking well, we might be seeing Star Marine hitting the, the first forms of Star Marine. I'm not talking full Sadaball and all of those options but i mean we got the new laser rifle we've, we've gotten mm. little teases and touches here and things in patch notes and then the option of that button i'm like we haven't heard a lot about star marine but they've they've made nods to it again i'm thinking that one might sneak in there in two three okay so i think you may be potentially right there but you didn't say what i thought you were going to say what did you think i was going to say planetary landing i don't think that'll be in two three I think it'll be in 2-3. Really? I think it'll be in 2-3. Just hoping that, uh, you know, we'll get to land on Nyx. And I'm crossing for 2.3. But if it doesn't happen, it won't happen. Fuck it. Um, But yeah, uh, do you think the Starfarer will be hangar ready or flyable? Hangar ready, not flyable. Okay. Yeah, I think I I agree with you there. Uh, uh, I am going to take a, a wild guess item here, though. Okay, go for it. Reliant, hangar ready, and flyable. 
they'll drop it as a special flyable at the end of 2-3 PTU and be like, surprise, it's flyable too. If they do that, then that means the Jean will also be flyable, I reckon, mm-hmm. by that time. And that because little nod was at the, at the end of ATV they were talking about. It, it should be flyable soon, TM. They said soon, TM. But <laughs> I, think the, this, I think we're going to get a flyable Reliant and a Scout probably at the end of 2-3. They're going to kind of drop that in and be like, hey, guess what? One man, one Scout. And and uh, and the Herald isn't far from hangar ready, according to Broken. Uh, our people are go, are, are oogling over the Reliant HUD and ATV as well. That was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Grackies, can I honestly say thank you, thank you, thank you, because I have the energy of a used dishcloth, <laughs> and I uh, I just don't know what's happened to me this week. I've I've I'm basically hung out to dry, and I just want to go to sleep. So th- it happens yeah, to us yeah. all. So um, thank you for, for providing the energy. Um, and uh, where can we find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash grakies, G-R-A-K-E-E-S. Also, if you do a Google search under that name, make sure safe filters on. And you can find me under your bed. Or at twitch.tv slash dublathakery, D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. Um, and, uh, you know, if you like what you're hearing here, uh, we're just a bunch of bums, uh, with a love of games, with a love of a particular game, uh, talking shit and chewing the fat, feel free to leave us uh, a review, uh, feel free, <laughs> Gracky's is smiling like a loon at me, uh, feel free to leave us a review, feel free to, uh, share the podcast or feel free to, um, take the device you're listening to it and throw it into the river and never speak of it again. It's totally up to you. The power is yours. Um, so we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that that could be a lot. <laughs>